you're going through your sub day and all of a sudden somebody says, Mr. Collins, Susie's not doing her homework. Is my reaction to that the same as yours? Let's compare notes. All right, guys, exciting week for me. The SEC tournament is concluding this weekend in Tampa. I traveled down there to do that. And to do that, I had to quit as substitute teacher for a while. And I tell you what, that title caught a lot of attention last week, last week's episode. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Because my goal for each podcast episode, what I've got it set at for the first seven days, that episode achieved that goal in less than 24 hours. So that's that's always exciting for me. And I try to make the titles as clever as possible. It's not a misleading title. I did quit a role substitute teacher. That's why I went to the SEC tournament. That's why after doing double duty last weekend in volleyball, refereeing 17 matches of club volleyball, I kind of like to take Monday off. So that's what I did this past week. So lots of discussion last week on that episode about when you should quit as a substitute teacher, when you should not, all that good stuff. But this week, you know you've had them. You probably have them in every age level, although it's more prevalent at the younger age groups, and that is having a snitch in class. Now, I'll tell you the way I harshly deal with snitches, and You might disagree with me. I do this with the older kids, of course. If I hear somebody, as long as it's not a safety issue, of course, if it's it's mainly just about schoolwork and they say it out loud in front of the classroom, I will tell them, you know, the only people I don't like more than people that don't do their homework are snitches. Kind of puts them in their place. It's kind of harsh. I'm not one that likes informers. I should, you know, my job is to find out that information on my own. Now, if they come to me in private, and I've had students do this. Listen, Mr. Collins, we did a group project, and this student basically let me do all the work and just wanted to sign his name to it. And that student has a good reputation. I know that I wouldn't expect a lie or a falsehood from that student. Then I would investigate. On the other hand, if they just announced it in front of everybody, I would go with my patented snitch statement that I just mentioned to you. So let's talk today about, and the snitch is the cute word, but let's talk about how we should handle things if informed by other students of various different situations. First, let's talk about the gotta do's, okay? You have a student come up from you in private and say that I think Johnny has been vaping in the bathroom. You know, I have mixed emotions about that. It is obviously not allowed. It is against school policy and by the book, 
I have to tell somebody. Now, I've got to decide personally, do I confront the other student first? Do I now, now most likely if I've caught them, they're going to lie about it. But should I at least confront the student first? Here's what I would do. I might mention, you know, maybe I would, without being too specific, I don't want to lie to the student, but the potential guilty student, I would probably go up to them first and then say, listen, I have heard that you have been vaping in the bathroom. I think it's just a matter of time before you're confronted about it by administration. All that's true. That, that, that will happen eventually. They'll get caught eventually. And I say, I think you need to think about what you're doing. Now, if they're guilty, they probably don't care. I don't see them quitting right away, but at least you planted that seed in their brain, okay? If they say, no, that's ridiculous, Mr. Collins, am I just going to let it go? No. I planted the seed, then I will go to administration. Listen, I know I'm supposed to tell you this. I have been informed by one student that Johnny is guilty of vaping. I needed to tell you that. I'm not sure how, you know, I, I can't gauge how confident that first student, if they know by 100%. I, I really wouldn't want to reveal the name of the student who told me. I guess if administration insisted, I would act like, wouldn't act like, I would tell them first, she told me that in confidence. I would rather just pass it on. And then if they insist, I would tell them. I'd have to. I'd have to because that's part of their job. So any type of situation like that. Back in my day, you know, it was smoking, but not really. I mean, you got in trouble for smoking in the bathroom, but at the same time, there were smoking pits outside where students could go and smoke. So that era is obviously over, and we have to deal with situations. I just brought up vaping because that actually came up this past week, and I thought that would be a good example. You have your own examples in your own school systems, and you're going to have to decide how to handle that. You're informed. Another student snitches on student two, and you've got to do something about it. So that's your must-dos. You're going to have to deal with it. You can't just ignore it. Obviously, any potential safety situations, I won't get into specifics. I started to bring up a specific example that happened 20 years ago, and then I, I'm, I thought better of it. If you email me, gregcollinssubstitute at gmail.com, I'll let you know what that was and how a student was snitched on and it resulted in a suspension. It was an innocent suspension, to use a weird phrase, but yet a necessary suspension. You know, just email me if you want to know more about that. So that's a safety situation a school policy situation. Don't get caught up in saying I'm such good friends with those students that I'm just going to ask them and not report it if they tell me no. You really can't play that game. If it's a school policy, if it's a safety issue, even if the school policy doesn't specifically mention if it's a safety issue, you got to say something. 
you have to confront students sometime. You know, and probably the legal way to deal with this, another situation that could happen in the classroom is that you know something happened. Maybe somebody damaged school property. You don't know who did it. And you announce to the class. Now, this probably never works with the guilty party. But if you say, listen, we've got damage to school property. I need to know who did it. There's various different things you can do until somebody comes to me and tells me who did it or admits that they did it. Here's the extra work we will be doing over the next few days. Sometimes that brings out the snitch, so to speak, all in this way, I kind of use that as a positive, and it's an informer, but it's something that has to be taken care of. It's not something like who didn't do their homework. It's more like who damaged school property. Then I would encourage someone to be a snitch. So we'll leave that behind. Let's start now and talk about how you may be using snitches, informers, improperly. You all know I worked in the corporate world before substitute teaching. I worked in the corporate world and retired. Currently, we're talking about March 13th, 2022, the official publication date of this episode. And there were times when I would be confronted by a supervisor who would say, listen, there's some people saying this about you. And they were wrong. And if they were wrong, especially as I got into my later part of my career, well, I was bold enough to say, hey, no idea what that situation is. I think they are mistaken. I treat everybody positively. That's my goal. And, you know, sure enough, months later, maybe weeks later, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Then the boss would say, you know, I have found that most people are now saying they enjoy working with you. Maybe that one person was wrong in a bad mood that day. Maybe it was just an isolated situation. So then they never did apologize for accusing me of being that way, but that's the corporate world for you. Sorry, guys. I'm going to, I said it again, didn't I? That's the way they kind of treat you in business. So you just have to adapt to it. Now, I put that in the category of accusing somebody of something before you really know the details, okay? You're going to have informers, snitches in your classroom that say, again, I use Johnny because it's such an you know, non-specific name. It's kind of a generic name. Johnny was doing this. And here's the wrong thing to do. Have I ever been guilty of this? Probably if I find out I was guilty, shame on me, and then I will apologize to the student. But don't ever assume that the first student that informed you of something, the first student that was the snitch, was right. Not only maybe they misinformed you, maybe they told you that as a revenge thing just to get back on that other student. Regardless, 
Don't ever jump on a student at any age level. I don't care if they're high school or third grade. Don't accuse a student before getting your facts. I hated that when it happened in business. I hate it when it was done to me. I don't know why this popped into my head. I remember something from the fourth grade all of a sudden where the teacher always loved to give us quizzes. And I did pretty well on my quizzes, And but they would swap Ask us to swap, I should say, papers with another student and let them grade the paper. Well, the one she made me swap with didn't like me, actually changed some of my answers and then gave me a lower grade. Now, I did tell the teacher, am I a snitch or is that something I should? The teacher believed me because I for the most part, had an honest reputation. The student that changed my scores did not, I'm sorry to say. But at the same time, I remember this. This is crazy from fourth grade. I'm 64, by the way. I just had my birthday. That teacher probably accused the student too strongly. They assumed that they had done it and went after them for doing it. Today, if that happened to me, I would first say to the supposed guilty student, you know, I detect changes on Greg's paper. I was surprised that he didn't know these questions. Do you know anything about that? I would approach it that way first. The teacher's probably going to change the student's score anyway, and that's the way to go about that. There are times when your informers, your snitches, will say to you, this happened, and it really didn't happen. So if you jump on that other student immediately, then you're guilty of not getting all the facts. And if you accuse a student as a substitute teacher, and you get in a situation where the, t- the student you know, maybe tells their parents, then the parents tells administration... And you, I'm using air quotes here with my fingers that you can't see. You may get in trouble for that. Now, if it's something true, if you found out something true and you inform administration, that still might happen. Knock on wood, it's never happened to me in four years. No one has ever contacted a parent about me. And I'm proud of that. Will it ever happen? Yes. Will it happen for good reasons? I sure want to say no because... If I'm guilty of treating a student the way I shouldn't have, well, then I'm guilty. Give me what other wrath you need to give me, okay? So be careful with your snitches. Make sure you double-check their story before you just accuse a student. Now, one other thing before we leave students, and I'm going to kind of talk about teachers and are there snitches in that regard too? Well, we'll talk about that a little bit. One other thing about students, be honest with yourself. Do you seek out snitches in the classroom? Do you want to know who your informers are in the classroom? Do you want to know who the students are that love to blab about others? Do you then use them to keep you informed? In fact, let's go to the very negative side, in my opinion. Do you want to know what the other students are saying about you? Are you so paranoid that you want to do that 
because you want to know the ones who have been talking bad about you, do you then sneak out a snitch that you know is going to inform you of that? Well, I'll be honest with you again. I feel like I have a good reputation with students, but am I so crazy to believe that every student I've ever met likes it when I'm their substitute teacher? No, I don't. That is definitely not the case. Am I so paranoid that I want to find a snitch in every class I teach and say, hey, let me know what Johnny just said about me. Let me know what Johnny says out in the hallway when I'm teaching the class. You already have a feeling that Johnny is talking bad about you. You're going to find a snitch to keep you informed of what Johnny says. Well, instead of finding a snitch, if you suspect that Johnny feels that way about you, well, instead of going to the snitch, either go to Johnny and say, spend a little bit more time with Johnny, say things like, what can I do? to help us build a classroom study arrangement that will make you feel better about our teaching situation. Say something like that. Turn it into a positive situation. Don't become so paranoid about what students are saying to you that you seek out somebody, which automatically turns them into a teacher's pet, you seek out somebody to keep you informed of negative stuff that's being said. There are snitches for other reasons. Again, I'm old enough now. I, I probably didn't act this way or have this attitude back in my 20s or 30s. In fact, my kids will tell you there's times, especially in sporting events, when I showed my anger I don't do that anymore. I actually don't react even when I'm watching my favorite teams as crazy as I used to because I'm, you know, I'm matured. I do have that experience now. I do know that acting stupid when I'm coaching my own kids and now going back and see other parents who do the same thing, I'm thinking, man, that's how I look. I feel so terrible about that. Well, that helps me now in that I don't seek out the snitch. I don't want to know, but I still have to deal with them coming to me. And let's roll it over a little bit since we're talking about that. You know, I said we were going to talk about teachers a little bit, but I guess I am going to step back and talk about what students say to teachers. Here's the honest truth, guys. The students would tell the teachers what kind of substitute teacher you are. They will snitch on you. A lot of times the teachers will ask. In fact, I shared this story through an interview with some students probably two years ago. They told me that the class they were in, the first five to ten minutes of every day after a substitute day, the teacher will ask, how did you like that substitute? What did you like about them? What did you not like about them? Did they make you do their work, all that kind of stuff. Now, the teacher has asked them to snitch, and in my opinion, rightfully so. They want to get the best substitute teacher in there for that class. So guys, whether you suspected it or not, teachers do find out about how you treat those students. Notice I didn't say the teachers will find out 
how good a job you did. Students won't know that. They won't know what the teacher left. But will they ask the students to snitch on you in the regard of how they treated the class? Will they be able to say about you, they did more than just babysit? And I say that and kind of chuckle. I don't mean to make light of it, but another discussion that has happened on our Substitute Teachers Lounge Facebook group is that very thing. There are some teachers in some area, unless they are just flat lying about it, who say their particular school district does not want a substitute teacher to do anything other than come in and babysit those students, okay? I thank God that I'm in an area where I can't remember the last time I had a substitute teacher where the teacher just flat said, follow the lesson plan, don't veer away from it, one iota, this is what you do. Most of the teachers now will tell me, these are the ones that know me, of course, will tell me, Mr. Collins, here's the lesson plan. If you want to interject some of your own ideas that you have about this topic, that would be great. I have been told by students, and I've admitted to this before to you guys before, sometimes I talk too much because I am a talker, as you can tell. That's why I have a podcast. But sometimes those teachers will ask the students about how they were treated. I hope that you're in an area where you don't have to be a babysitter. I hope that you can not only walk around and see what they're working on, confirm that they're working, but you can also be able to say, man, that's a really good job on that. Or if they ask you questions, first of all, feel great that they feel comfortable enough around you to ask questions and then answer it best you can. If you don't know it, tell them, you know, I'm not as familiar with this subject, obviously, as your teacher is. Here's what I think, but I don't know 100% if that's how she wants you to answer it. But the thing to keep in mind, those students not only will snitch on you, but they will be asked to snitch on you by the teacher. So make sure you do the best job of teaching those students and treating them with the same respect that you want them to treat you with. I even say that sometimes in middle school. I probably don't bother saying it in high school, but I tell them I trust you guys as long as you don't give me a reason not to. But that's one way the teacher will use the snitch. And, you know, maybe everybody turns into a snitch, every student when that situation arises. So, Make sure that you do the job that you're supposed to do. Will you ever run into a teacher that will say, I don't really like this substitute, and for whatever reason, you just rub them the wrong way? They tell other teachers that. I've read that on our Facebook group, too. I don't think that's happened to me. I've never had a teacher... I don't know how to say this exactly, but I've I've never been not asked to come back to a school anywhere I have subbed. So I don't think I have a big-time snitch telling others, don't ask this substitute back. At the same time, I know some of you do, 
and I know some of it was not done rightfully in hearing your all's explanation. So I'm not really sure what advice to give you other than pick yourself up. You can't be mad about it. That would just make the situation worse. Maybe you're in a place where administration will welcome you coming in and say, could you just explain to us what happened? And you do that. And if you're concerned somebody snitched on you and administration doesn't ask you to do anything, go into them anyway and say, listen, I feel like somebody may have shared some incorrect information with you. Here's how I think they've gotten that impression. I don't think it's right, but it's their perception, and I'll do my best to change it. I would love to continue coming back at your school. And then you'll see the substitute jobs probably through, you know, Frontline, whatever you use in your area, and then they can make that decision. So, guys, there will be some snitching situations. There will be some that are wrong. There will be some you'll have to deal with in the classroom. Just make sure you get in your mind how you want to deal with it so that it doesn't catch you by surprise. My strongest recommendation is don't ever believe the snitch without approaching the other student being snitched about in the first place.